Welcome to our weekly three-minute therapy podcast, which focuses on REBT, Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy. I'm Dr. Michael Edelstein, a clinical psychologist, and I'm here with my podcast partner, Mick Berry, an REBT expert. And we wrote a book together called Stage Fright, which is about overcoming public speaking anxiety. REBT was devised by Albert Ellis in the mid-1950s, and he created a revolution in psychotherapy movement from the from Freudian psychoanalysis, where you assume your problems come from your childhood, to REBT, rational emotive behavior therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, which assumes your emotions come from your thinking, and particularly your emotional problems comes from your uh, disturbed thinking, thinking in terms of must, should, supposed to's, have to's, I must do well and get approval or else I'm no good, you must treat me well or else you're no good, and my life must be fair, easy, and hassle-free or else it's no good. So we show you how to identify your must, question, challenge, contradict, and uproot your must. So you think in terms of preferences, musts are an escalation of reasonable preferences, but not in terms of musts. And if you want to learn more about REBT, Albert Ellis has written over 80 books on REBT. And uh, as I mentioned, I wrote <laughs> Three Minute Therapy and a few other books on REBT. And... Michael and I wrote Stage Fright, Overcoming America's Number One Fear, How to Overcome America's Number One Fear, which uses REBT. Right. Okay, so today we're going to be discussing jealousy. And uh, so jealousy or feeling jealous is an undesirable emotion. It just tends to eat you up inside and make you feel worse. And it doesn't help at all. And uh, jealousy often comes starts with a preference. I prefer to have my wife's approval, and she prefers another. That's awful. That's terrible. That shows I'm no good. And that creates a feeling of jealousy. So it starts with a preference. I prefer to have my wife's 100% approval. And it's disadvantageous if I don't. However, it's not the end of the universe. And there's no reason why I must have it, especially 101% of the time. And also another formulation of the irrational belief that causes jealousy is I must be number one in my wife's eyes, past, present, and future. And the reason I put in past, I put in past when I had a client who was about 30 years old, married, and he was still felt jealous about boyfriends his wife had had in high school. So you can be, when you have this must, I must be 101% of my partner's approval, you could think back to the past and uh, 
put it on the path also. So the way to, and do you want to discuss, Mick, how to get over jealousy? Um, well, I'm not really sure about the uh, how we're defining jealousy, because uh, earlier today I mentioned what I thought jealousy was of, uh, like, let's say you are giving your attention to somebody else and I want to have your attention, and uh, so I'm feeling jealous of uh, the person you're giving your attention to. Is that jealousy? Yes, that's jealousy. Okay. And I think you're referring to, Mick, uh, the difference between jealousy and envy. And envy is when you have a must about another person's possessions rather than about another person's uh, relationships. So, oh, for, okay. exa for example, uh, Mick, you have a beautiful, snazzy sports car, let's say, and I would like to own a car like that, and then I escalate that into a must. I absolutely must have a beautiful car the way Mick does, and that would create envy rather than jealousy. Whereas if I had the car and my attention and my adoration was towards the car rather than you, then you could be jealous of the car. <laughs> I uh, I think I would be envious of the car because it's about an object, not a person. Yeah, except uh, it would be about the person's attention on the car. So I'd be jealous about where you're putting your attention. That's right. It's about where you're putting your attention, whether it's on an object or a person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I would be jealous of the thing you're putting your attention on. Whereas if you simply have the car, I would be jealous. Uh, I could be envious of you having the car, but jealous of your love for the car. No, envious because it's about the object. Yeah, but uh, if your love of the car, then it's not about the object. It's about your affection for the car. Yeah, but the end of that sentence is the car. <laughs> So yeah, I rather know. than it's rather than uh, Mick, let me finish, please. Rather mm -hmm. than about a person, I do not understand how you're distinguishing jealousy from envy, but maybe we shouldn't worry about that right now. Okay, well, uh, so we have different views of that. So I'm sure our viewers will have different views also. So the way to get so getting back to my question to you, Mick, do you want to suggest to viewers? how they could over get over jealousy or envy, whichever it happens to be. Well, I think it would be about just getting rid of this idea that I have to have something, whether it's I have to have your attention <clears throat> or your affection, or I have to have the thing that you are putting your attention on. Getting over this idea that I have to have something. Okay, if I'm with a, my girlfriend and <clears throat> she's enamored with uh, a picture of George Clooney, I could be jealous of George Clooney. But if I say, ah, eh, for right now, her attention's on the picture of George Clooney, eh, who cares? Then I'm not jealous. Who cares? Or I prefer to be as good looking and as, uh, as George Clooney but I'm not, that's too bad, that's unfortunate, saying who cares might go to the other extreme. It right. matters if you have that preference. 
but it's not the end of the world. And it certainly doesn't make me uh, less of a person. Right. Yep. So, so the way to work at that is to question, challenge, and contradict it, your must. So let's say your must is, I must be number one in my partner's eyes at all times. So then you would ask yourself, what's the evidence that because I prefer to be always enamored by my partner, I must be, and the answer to that is there is no evidence. It would be preferable. It would be lovely if your wife adored you uh, 101% of the time, but there's no reason why I have to have that approval, that kind of approval of hers. It is unpleasant if she thinks that way, but not the end of my world. I don't like this uh, eventuality, but I can stand what I don't like. And especially, it's not where my wife puts her attention that causes my emotion, but it's my must thinking about it. And with practice, I can change my thinking. Yes, Mick? Yeah, and I was going to say, <clears throat> if your wife's attention was on another man most of the time, then you'd probably have a problem in your marriage you'd need to address. But if it's on another man just a little bit, and most of the time it's on you, then it's not that big a deal. But if somebody's attention is on somebody else, uh, it'd still be possible not to be jealous of that, but say, this is a problem I should attend to. Well, maybe it depends, uh, really depends on the context. So that's a good point. In some contexts, that's something to attend to, but uh, not, not in all. Well, well, I think in the um, usually the general understood context of wanting to have a happy marriage, it'd be nice if your wife or your husband desires you most of the time. You don't need it all the time, but that's generally, I think, how people regard relationships. Okay, I'll let you have the last word on that. Was there anything else you wanted to say about jealousy or envy? Um, how common is it? I don't think jealousy is very common at all. In fact, uh, I can't remember in uh, my recent work with clients that someone brought up jealousy. Much more common is anxiety, depression, anger, procrastination, and addictions than mm -hmm. jealousy. So it's a rather, as problems go, it's uh rather uh infrequent oh okay and then our reason for doing it today is just to be thorough and addressing even things that are infrequent yeah yeah i'm glad you brought that up because we're always looking for subjects for our podcast so if you have a thought what you'd like us to discuss let us know and if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast next week we're having a guest and uh you are welcome to be a guest to discuss a problem you have, or if you're a therapist, a guest, you're uh, a, a guest, uh, you could be a guest to discuss your clients' problems, and we could help you work with your clients. And give us a, a thumbs up if you found this valuable. 
volunteer, as I said, if you'd like to be on the podcast. And I'd like to thank you, Mick, for taking part. I'd like to thank Chris Rossini, our tech engineer, and subscribe to the Three Minute Therapy Podcast to stay on the rational side of life.